Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Okay, we have completed discussion on chapter 13 and chapter 414. And we'll be discussing chapter 15, first three verses today. In chapter 13, we have seen the nature of the field and its knower. How to differentiate the field, which is this Prakriti, in the one who knows the field is the knower of the field, the, the spirit. So how to differentiate between the field, the Prakriti and the Purusha is what we learnt in chapter 13. Brahman, the Supreme, has two aspects. One is the manifest aspect, which is Prakriti. One is unmanifest, which is Purusha, the spirit. So chapter 13 gave us primer or an exercise into how to differentiate between the two. Chapter 14 gave us the nature of Prakriti. What is Prakriti? And we said the Prakriti is endowed with these three qualities of Maya. The Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. That's how Prakriti comes into existence as a manifest world. And the gunas which binds the purusha, spirit to this prakriti, and that's where a being is born, a thing is born, and comes into existence, which is what we call a cause and effect relationship. Something which I perceive, see, and feel is an effect, but the effect must have a cause. The cause is this union between this purusha and prakriti. So now this chapter is the Purushottama Yoga, Yoga of the Supreme Purusha. We talked about the Prakriti, now we'll be talking about the Purusha, the Spirit. So the first verse obviously starts with a simile. Anything which is unknown can only be described by something which we know. So you have to use a simile. So the first verse says, Urdva Moolaha Adhasakaha Aswatham Prahuhu Avyayam. This manifestation in the union between the Prakriti and the Purusha is like an imperishable people tree. Aswattaha, people tree. And those of us who are from India, we obviously have seen people tree almost in all villages, everywhere. People is the most common tree because, and I, as I understand, it is a long life. So the generations after generations can pass by and the people tree will be still there. So my 
grandfather probably played under the people tree my father played i'll play under the people tree and even the you know at least in gujarat i know and somebody said about i think south also that right at the beginning of the village in the choraha there is a people tree it serves several purposes one is when the travelers come from outside this is the first place they take rest so they come down there they try their horses in those olden days take rest and then start their business with the town or for the journey so one of the reason why people trees called aswatha because the horses were tied under this tree by the travelers who come by this tree aswatha other meaning obviously swami ji explain is that swa means tomorrow and stha which is there so aswatha that which is not going to be tomorrow is aswatha that's another meaning of it so this is maybe because of this bhagwan vedvyas used this simile for two reasons one is that people tree seems immortal compared to us being the mortal beings who live less than 100 years 50 years 60 years 80 or 100 but the tree lasts longer and there are trees which are even in 1000 years old or something like that so when you look at that from the from the point of view of the people tree we are only like a flash in a pan we come and go people tree is there so people tree looks imperishable compared to the beings which are playing under that however that people they still will not be there in future so bhagwan vedvyas uses this simile of a very commonly occurring in experiences in villages and in india is that a people tree remains there and rest the generations of human being passes by so that people is immortal as an mortal being i say how can that people tree, tree be destroyed it is not possible because we all came and gone the people tree is still there so here using the simile bhagwan said this people tree is like the one which has the roots up above urdhva mulaha adhasakaha not the normal people tree which you see in your village it does not have that roots up and like as beyond but using that simile and making it even more mystical and saying that as if this tree of samsar is an upside down people tree which seems immortal as far as i am concerned this world is imperishable i was born and i will die my father was born and he died my son was born and he will die world will still be there from our point of view this world is immortal from the perspective of the supreme this world is perishable everything else is perishable in this world this people tree which is imperishable appears to be has its roots up above up above in other other words every time when we think about something higher we say up and even before any organized religions ever came into existence human beings when they realize there is something greater than their own being they look for the answer up must be someone up above 
has control over my life. So the spirit which is up above has the roots of this sansara. This sansara only exists because he exists. This sansara is springing forth from this supreme consciousness which is up above. Urdhvamula adasakaha all its branches this world of plurality I see is down below in my world but its roots are in that supreme spirit up above. Chandansi yasya paranani yastam vedasa vedavit it leaves are the Vedas. Chand actually means meter. All the Vedas are written in meter. Some Anustup, Tristup. And in other language, we also the verses we call Chanda. Amitabh Bachchan say, Chanda KBC Chanda. Right? Chanda means a, a couplet. Couplets in the Vedas, the verses in the Vedas. They are like its leaves. This world can only be known by my knowledge. How do I become aware of this world? By my knowledge. What nourishes my world is the knowledge about this world. More and more knowledge we have about this, the world becomes more and more complex. Previously the world view was very simple. Gradually we started learning about this. The earth is not in the center of the universe, but actually sun is in the center of my universe. Then we go, oh, sun is not just the only thing it's just one of the stars. More our knowledge grows, more our universe, our world, our sansar grows. So what nourishes the existence of this world for me is my knowledge. The knowledge is represented as Veda. Veda means to know. More we know, more it nourishes my world. Therefore, just as in the people tree, Leaves are the one which nourishes the people tree. Simple high school biology, the leaves evaporate water which create capillary action. The roots get more nourishment out of the earth because of that action. And the cycle continues. If there are no leaves, tree will die. This Vedas are the nourisher of this world. The knowledge about this world nourishes the world as I know. Yastam Vedasa Vedavet. One who knows this, knows Veda. One who knows this, that the knowledge about the world nourishes this world, knows the purpose of the Veda. He knows the Veda. That's the first verse. Basically, Bhagavan said that this world has its roots in the spirit. The world which I see manifest does not seem like its source is available to me, but its source is in the spirit, in the Purusha. The next verse which I see, Adhacha Urgam Prasuta Tashya continuing the simile, to make us understand the relationship between the Purusha and the Prakriti. Because we started out with saying how to differentiate between the Purusha and Prakriti that which is filled is the Prakriti. One who knows this field is the Purusha. Gunas of this Prakriti bind this Purusha into Prakriti and identifies with this Prakriti as these limited beings. Now for me to get 
out of this limited identification and go back to the identification with the Supreme, then I need to know the both, not just the one. A mere identification with the Lord without any understanding of my existence as this limited being is not possible. Neither it is possible for me to just to know about this limited self to know about my real self. So what is most important is I to know both this Prakriti as me and also the Purusa as me. And therefore, Adhacha Urdhvam Prasuta Tasya Saka. Now we are coming back to the world which we see. These branches, we say roots are up above, branches are below. These branches are not only just down, but also up. There are branches which are not going upward, going downward. There are some tendencies of mind which are rooted in this world of material. Some tendencies of mind wants to know the higher knowledge. So some branches are going up, some branches are coming down. Prasuta tasya sakha guna pravruddha vishaya pravalaha They are nourished by the gunas of this prakriti. I am spreading my tentacles in this world, networking. More and more I get involved in this world. What is nourishing it? Gunaha. Something which is conducive to me, I'll do more and more. I want to find out more and more about it. And that nourishes my understanding of this world, my involvement and identification with this world. So, guna pravruddhaha, vishaya pravalaha by the sense objects. By the sense objects of this world and its guna, my identification with that nourishes my branches, my identification with this world. So, this world is getting nourished by these objects and its gunas. Those are the branches which is coming down. Ada chamulani anusantatani and below in the world of men stretch for the roots. Even the roots are up above, the roots are also getting established in this world of men. And that's what is binding me to the world of action. The actions originating because of my roots are getting established in this world. Even though my main roots are in the spirituality, the spirit, because of these branches are all over in this lower world, now these roots are getting established. The secondary roots are getting established in this world. That is binding me to this world and originating my actions. So what propels me to act in this world? My identification with this world. Sense objects are nourishing my understanding and my attachment. Those attachment creating more desires to be established in this world generate action for me. And that's how this tree of life continues its existence. Narupam asya iha tatha upalabhyade. Well, we just have seen the simile of a people tree. So we start imagining 
how <coughs> this thing is, you know. That we can start painting a picture of the roots are up above, the branches are all over, and its roots are now even getting established. And Bhagavan right away says, its form is not available to perceive. For me to perceive my existence as having the roots in the spirit and have my field of action in this world and then getting established in this world, that form is not available to me right now. I simply think, I don't know where I came from, but I belong to this world. And I was born at one time and I will die at other time. But I truly belong to this world. Because all the sciences tells me what my body is made up of, my mind, my brain is made up of, well, it will go back, and who knows what will remain afterwards. I just cannot see my roots in this eternal spirit. I only see my connection to this world right now. Therefore, I say, Narupam asya ihatata upalabhyate. It is not possible for us to see, perceive this connection of this tree of life, which is the roots in the spirit, the Purusha. Na antaha nacha adiha nacha sampratisthaha. Let the basic question, where did I come from? I do not know my origin. My origin is unavailable to me right now. I know I was born at a time, but what was I before that? Where do I get all these tendencies? You know, we see a little granddaughter growing up, and we say in one year time, she is developing her personality. She knows how to manipulate. She obviously knows, you know, when I am there, uh, she doesn't care whether Mina is there or not, and Mina gets upset that uh, the whole day I keep her, but now you come just for an hour, and now she knows how to manipulate, you know. Where does all this thing come from? Not in one year that she learned that. But I do not know the origin of that. So Bhagavan says, Na antaha na cha adihi, na cha sampratisthaha. I do not know the beginning of this tree of life. I do not know its end. Because as I said, from immortal, the people tree is immortal. Many generations come and go, but the people tree is there. So it looks immortal. Many generations of mine has come and will go, but this world will continue to exist. And I do not know its beginning or the end. Nachasampratisthaha, or how it is established, its foundation, what it is supported by, this world, I do not know. Not available to me, to my intellect. Aswatham enam su virudhamulam asangasastrena drudhena chitva. So now comes basically the prescription. This tree of life, right now seemingly established in this world, in this attachment to this world, seems immortal. This attachment to this world cannot be destroyed because this world is immortal. But one said that this firmly rooted people tree of my attachment to this world can be cut, can be disassociated by the acts of detachment. 
obviously it's a very 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 complex thought just packed into the three verses first said that my life is rooted in the supreme but my branches all my activities and all my perceptions are in this world this world seems immortal and i do not know what my beginning and the end is but if i cut this attachment to this world i will be able to establish my identity with the supreme where my roots are it seems impossible right now because that form is not available to me but once in my detachment to this world you should be able to destroy this world to kill this people tree which seems immortal to kill this world which seems immortal and recognize yourself so it's a asanga sastrena drudhena chitta with a firm detachment to this you can cut this people tree from its roots which are in this world the last verse we have seen says tata padam tat param agitavyam yasmin gata na nivartanti bhuyah tameva chadyam purusha prapadde yata pravrutti prasuta purani how can i do that by making that as my goal my goal should be that where having gone there is no coming back my problem right now is going and coming back from our normal hindu thought that the reincarnation taking birth again and again and dying that's one thing others is even my experiences of happinesses and unhappinesses i go to experience happiness but come back to this sorrow this coming and going from happiness to unhappiness i want to establish into a place there is no coming and going so there should be my goal for one thing then their goal should be where having gone none returns again na nivartanti bhuyah tamevacha adyam purushah you are the primordial purusha the spirit yata pravrutti prasutaha purani in all these activities the ancient activities from where this world may have started from where this prakriti came into existence came from this primordial spirit and then it mushroomed and nourished into this huge tree of life and I, as a small entity a caught into it i want to get rid of this but to get rid of this limitation i have to cut this entire people tree this entire the world of manifestation needs to go away from my perception as my attachment once that goes away i will be able to see my original roots therefore let my goal be that i want to establish myself into that state of existence but there is no coming back to this limited existence again i'll always be established in that eternal existence in that purusha who is the adi purusha who is the origin of both the manifest and unmanifest world my unmanifest world is when i am in my deep sleep 
this unmanifest world. I exist without having any perception. Then my perceived world in the waking, and then there is my created world in my dream. All these worlds I come back and go and come back again. I want to get out of this coming and going, want to establish in that one state of existence where there is no coming and going. And that's the Tamevacha Adhyam Purushaha Prapadye Yataha Pravrutti Prasuta Purani. I seek refuge in that Purusha who is the source of the primordial activity from which this world comes into existence. We will stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschid Dukkha Bhag Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om